TGIF ain't what it used to be. It used to be a night of fun activities. Now I feel ancient because at 10 p.m., I just want my weighted blanket in bed. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. Today we are going to be tackling the second season of the anthology series by Mike Flanagan. The Haunting of Hill House was last year, or maybe it was the year before. This year, it is The Haunting of Bly Manor. This first episode was called The Great Good Place, written and directed by Mike Flanagan, who did Dr. Sleep. And if you have not watched that movie, you definitely should, because I love it. I gave this premiere an 8.6 out of 10. It was pretty good. Not as scary as I thought it was going to be, which is good because I have a very small bladder and it was already being tested enough with the bespeckled guy in the mirror. I don't know who he is, but I don't need to see no Frank Miller shit invading my nightmares. And now that's something I'm going to have to be concerned about. So thank you for that. But I was able to get through the first episode and commit to the the second and third. I am going to get through the series. I got through Haunting of Hill House. Hopefully this one does not have as many jump scares. Because like I said, I, I am not a horror person. It's just never ghost stories, all that. Uh-uh. I mean, I remember Freddy versus Jason when Kelly Rowland was popping off in her mouth and then got chopped up by a machete. I can do that. But exorcisms, things that move out of your peripherals, I'm not strong enough to process that type of fear. So this is going to be a review more so than a scene-by-scene recap, although I should pretty much cover everything that was worth noting in this episode. We start in 2007, California, where a woman shows up ridiculously late, I might add, and no one made a comment, but also does anyone know who this is? Because nobody was socializing with her at the gathering. The only person she caught eyes with was this guy giving a toast, which was to say don't get married because it's awful (laughs) and you will most likely have to put in work and watch your significant other die and you need to accept that fact otherwise run for the hills before the rehearsal dinner though she was in a hotel room with a her door open that's not safe and a tub full of water and a tub full and a sink full of water as well what the hell's going on with that i do not know she then says well everyone's talking about ghost stories at this castle which a castle in 1987 in california where is that i need to know because i want to go visit if there's an actual castle in california someone has been keeping things from me and i can totally add that to my bucket list because i would definitely spend some money to spend three nights in a castle throwing that out there right now she says i got a ghost story to tell and her friend i didn't catch his name says well why not we got wine and time 
She makes a point twice to say this is not my story. So either she is in denial or she really just is telling the truth. <laughs> I mean, I guess when people are like, oh, this ain't about me, but it really is about you. I think she was trying to say, no, seriously, guys, this is not about me. An audience, this will not be like, I am not the main character here that we are introduced to with the name. Oh, what is it? in my notes here somewhere her name is danny clayton and she has been in london in 1986 for about six months she lives in a hostel which looks way better than our motel six is i have to say because i didn't see any or at least the way they did it for this tv show i would love to see a real life hostel i'm gonna have to do this when i eventually make my lifelong dream of settling in london or anywhere in great britain to be honest i mean at least i want to spend three months there and possibly retire i don't know what can happen because i have at least what is she now 11 <laughs> seven more years in the state so anything can happen and your life get it twisted around you know during that time however if things continue on their current pathway, I think I definitely will make that leap. And I really want to make that leap. So I might have to do something just like this. It'd be nice if my job would ever have some openings in London around what I could do because all they do is the IT department and it's annoying because they actually do have an office in Great Britain. And I have no idea how I would go about looking for a job. I'm probably going to need some assistance whenever I decide to do this. Moving on though, she goes to an interview with Henry Wingrave, who is definitely not impressed by the fact she was like, oh, I really love London culture. He's like, bitch, I've heard this so many. Like, I can understand because I myself am an Anglophile that it would be very annoying to have Americans come over gushing about your like but I feel as if that's what every tourist does when they come over <laughs> like I've been in New York I've been around a few tourist attractions everyone falls in love with the culture or a sense of the culture but I think Britain or British people in particular are just like y'all thirst ass bitches just want this accent and you don't even understand anything about our culture <laughs> so there is that as well i know a lot about your culture so that is not my case whatsoever but she gets into this interview and tries to put out her experience as a teacher he ain't really like why you want this job you're young you seem pretty I'm telling you, these are exceptional kids. She's like, well, why do you have this ad in your paper for six months and the job ain't been filled? Things get awkward and she goes to the bar because she's like, yeah, I fucked that all up because I decided to clap back because he asked her what's the catch. Like, why the fuck you want to do this? Like, you need a green card? What's going on? She sees him at the bar because he stayed day drinking. Everybody! And she admits, I just want to save 
two children or be able to influence the life of two children instead of 25 because that's how many kids i got back home in the classrooms in the states and we cannot be there for all of them i thought she had lost a child or something or maybe she, and i'm maybe there is something to that that maybe one of her students she didn't give them the attention that they or she felt that they needed and she's guilty about that but that's her catch and his catch is well people talk about the fact that the last governess your predecessor actually took her life on the ground and it's not anybody's fault but with that and the kids parents dying apparently at agencies in london they are not trying to send any all pars my way because everyone is superstitious beer bonds them and the next thing she knows she got a job she's being driven to this lovely manor house that i also would spend a great deal of money to spend at least multiple nights in by one owen who is very charming i like owen quite a bit and he says people that are in blive they pretty much (laughs) die here they never leave it's boring i don't think it's as pretty anymore i get what you're feeling but i grew up here i did leave and go to france but then i returned home because he has a sick mom and then he says that this place is like gravity everyone gets stuck there she gets to the house well she decides to walk to the, the rest of the way which that seemed like a nice hike i would totally do that once she gets to the house she meets flora i really think flora is adorable but sometimes i'll be looking at her like she is ridiculously sweet and kind and gentle except for that last part at the end of the episode however she also cut people off on their sentences all the time and tries to monopolize company and you gotta tell kids when they're young that that's not okay that's just even if you feel bad boundaries are a thing she introduces her to her brother miles which we'll get to in a minute and hannah gross who is i guess the groundskeeper they do not stay at the house though at night they sleep or go into town english people are polite so i understand all of this excessive welcome welcoming (laughs) once she got there even though i would be like uh guys let me shower i've walked for about an hour because that looked like an hour at least a 45 minute walk at least 30 i know you sweating bitch because it looks very warm out here they show her the house at least flora does but doesn't give her a moment to actually appreciate anything owen is also the cook here they then go up to her bedroom where you have hannah saying two things one in the woods she says don't call her danny even though danny herself says you can call me that and i think that's important she's like no you need to you're not their friend you're going to be their disciplinary they're going to be the 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 caregiver the guardian here so uh (laughs) the first thing you need to do is not try to be overly friendly because she is in a way their guardian and teacher so there needs to be a certain authoritative rule that separates them for becoming they're not family is what i'm trying to say 
and that's kind of a big deal in british society is knowing you know if you're the governess or you're the teacher in this case of all par you need to know your place your position within that household so that people don't get confused and then we got miles at the doorway while she's trying to change her shirt and got no damn bra on creeper oh man miles is weird as shit i think even flora says it later on in the episode miles stop being weird just he's weird sometimes (laughs) weird sometimes does not sum it up this boy be talking to her like he a grown-ass man he is a little bit too informal too much in my personal space he already given her gifts of things that belong to a dead person what is up with miles he's definitely problematic he then leaves after she finally locks the door though even though that should have been her first thing that she did i get it's 1987 but i ain't never known a time that i don't lock my door even when i'm in my own house i gotta lock my door when i go in the bathroom because otherwise my daughter will just waltz her ass right on in i'm taking a shit ma'am i don't care i need to ask you about robux today (laughs) then they all have dinner we find out that owen's mother is doing better because flora asks although it seems as if hannah thinks he is underplaying it they get a phone call as well and he goes to answer it owen or maybe this is a later scene when they had the lunch that he went to answer the phone and it was a prank phone call flora tells her that night don't leave your room because it ain't good for you and at least she tried to say well i can't make that promise miss because i might be thirsty in the middle of the night and this is ridiculous rule to begin with (laughs) but she ends up saying fine i will just for tonight but of course in her night clothes needs to go downstairs and get her something to drink because why not i can't sleep this is a big ass house there's no noise maker and it's 1987 (laughs) which means there are no iphones that have been invented to start playing some candy crush to get your ass sleepy there's one uh little supernatural encounter but i was okay i was breathing fine once it was concluded i did not like being in the dark so i was happy the next thing it was back at sunlight and then she sees a guy while she is out and waves to him but he does not wave back she tells everyone at lunch and they're like i have no idea what you're talking about there's some people that come on the grounds but they never actually get to the parapet is think is i think what she called it because that will require them to go through the house and ain't nobody seen nobody what is up with hannah not eating i'm gonna guess she did <laughs> i'm just gonna throw that out there right now because only dead people don't eat she's like and later she says oh i already ate i'm like Mm-mm, really did you oh i'm here for the company that sounds like a likely excuse and the fact that you seem to be spaced the fuck out all the time this is also in a part of the house that apparently were the parents side of the house but no one is allowed over there so she goes to investigate finds one of flora's dolls which she has been putting dolls all over the place she finally has a conversation with hannah in the chapel because 
when you have an estate you have your own chapel and it's just wonderful not because i'd be up in there but <laughs> anyhow she recalls or recounts the story of the previous governess miss jessel rebecca jessel she was nice and kind and ambitious and everyone seemed to have loved her but then she fell in love with a man and it ruined her because he not only stole her heart he stole shit from the house (laughs) he was a reprobate but then apparently this affected the kids and she explains that's what flora does she puts these things around to protect them and it was flora and then miles that discovered her body in the leg that would screw up some kids and she said that the house was very silent after that for weeks and months and she said she used to complain hearing all the noise so right now hearing them talk again cry laugh whatever is kind of a blessing she gets all emotional and we see danny taking this all in then she comes back later to tuck the kids in for bed and we notice that the doll the one that she wanted hidden under her dresser flora that is is now in the middle of the room and she says look i'm okay with you having these dolls and i hope that you protect yourself as well as other people with these dolls but you need to pick them up off the floor so i do not break them and then you got miles in the other room talking about danny he keeps using her first name and she clearly says don't use my first name use mrs clayton and he tried to scare flora a little earlier and he said it was just flora and not him with a spider but i think he just wanted attention because flora's kind of sucking it up she's getting all of the the sweet loving but at the same time i got my eyes on you miles i think you need to change your approach but this is when things get interesting as far as the kids because not only had we seen earlier flora in the tub seemingly talking to someone else we find out that the the brooch that she has in her hair is from mrs jessel and she should give it back that's what the boy gave her miles but then they lock her in the closet and they were totally in on this and but it seemed as if they were trying to protect her or am i reading that wrong because flora is the most attached to her she's like you're perfectly splendid every time she sees her miles is dubious on his intentions but at the same time they felt the need to distract her or get her like because he came in the room saying get my fan this was a this was them working together to put her in this closet except that causes her to have a panic attack and she sees this the 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 frank miller character (laughs) which is not okay they let her out a few hours later she says go to bed they're trying to apologize it was an accident they tell her they can't let her out they need to find something too like the door is stuck and she's not happy but when she gets out in the hallway she notices that there are bloody or not bloody muddy footprints in the house leading out the front door that is wide open and when she gets out there there's no one there however the kids are staring at her from their perspective bedrooms not in bed like she told them to so what is going on here what is mr wingrave's secrets why is he drinking all the time or is he just a drunk 
he clearly don't want to see these kids because the the boy miles is like yeah i wish my uncle would call or write or talk or anything because she says your uncle talked about nothing but you when we were discussing the job however he does not go and see these kids why not and he didn't seem like an asshole he actually seemed like a rather decent person if not a bit stiff upper lip uh what other mysteries other than the hannah gross what is there anything special going on with owen i don't think so oh the 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 gardener who just randomly popped up is she a dead person too because what the fuck (laughs) she was like oh yeah she just seemed familiar to me and it was like we introduced ourselves to each other except we never introduced ourselves and everyone else just assumed that we did and we even have conversation at the lunch table the gardener did seem a little concerned like wait if there's people on the property maybe we need to do something but hannah's like i think you just saw something that's why i think hannah knows more and why i think that the gardener actually is real but what's up with (laughs) just randomly showing up but he did say there was a gardener on grounds i think he did i have to go back and see if mr wingrave said that i know he said the 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 groundskeeper housekeeper y'all know he said owen maybe he did say the the gardener that would make sense because you don't need a gardener with that many gardens it was beautiful though i'd love to spend a summer night there no feedback for this episode which is fine but if you want to send some for the next one you can send that to blackrollcouch at gmail.com you can send it via written form or audio just keep it under 10 minutes you can find this podcast, Blacko Couch Reviews, at Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and if you have time, run over to iTunes, leave a review, and rate the podcast. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and Blacko Magic. <laughs>